The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. Okay, guys, so Amazon Prime just gave us a huge surprise that I was not even expecting, and I was probably not expecting for like another month or so, but Prime text me, was like, hey, remember that movie Air? And I was like, you know, because I, I was like, man, I was thinking about just so many things is coming out before the side movie season started. I was like, maybe I'll just go, go catch a side movie at Air because I got the movie pass thing. But... He was like, yo, it's on Amazon Prime. I was like, well, everything is on digital Amazon Prime, so that you got to pay for it or pay for rent. He said, no, with subscription, you can watch it. And I'm like, what? So I went on there, and lo and behold, there is Air. So for those who are not familiar with Air, Air is not the story of Michael Jordan, but the story of how Nike signed Michael Jordan and I know I know you may be out there if you guys know the story you're probably saying to yourself like and okay so Nike is the biggest shoe company in the world at first it wasn't <laughs> Nike was actually the worst because back in the 80s when basketball was like hot like like really at its height with Magic and Bird in the, in the 80s era it was all about Converse Converse and um... Adidas Oh, yeah, but 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 when it came to like like like, like in co- yeah, but when it all came from like like the playing, Converse was the one that was just, just. I think at the time maybe Cap was the only one in Adidas, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, Kareem, Kareem, sorry. Kareem, yeah. Uh so, oh, you, oh, I guess you had to say this case Q Flow listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit. No. Okay. We we fuck with you, Q. We promise. So can you watch uh when it's time? He know he know he's capped. Yeah, you know he's oh yeah. <laughs> so we have this movie Air, which is directed by Ben Affleck. And real quick, if anybody knows that Ben Affleck can direct the hell out of him out of a movie. If anybody <laughs> like if if I give give you any rec- recommendations, Argo in the town. Gone Girl, those are some movies that he has directed. And Ben Affleck is a great director. So, when I hear you... Yeah, but you know what was random about this, though? What? Is that... So, this is from, like, his company. So, it it was just random that he... Like, they didn't have to go through nobody. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just like... Him and Matt Damon one day was just like, yeah, we want to make a movie about Michael Jordan. All right, let's do it. Kind of like Vin Diesel. He's like, all right, I, uh, I'm, I don't got nothing to do today. Let's do a Fast and Furious movie. Like that's how I feel like it was. Yeah. Because of how like ran like it's not random, but like obviously, if you're gonna make a movie about Michael Jordan, some people would just do it about Michael Jordan. But mm-hmm. he was like, let's do how Jordan became the shoe and the you know everything like that, which I like. Yeah. And uh, so so I, I just like that they had the idea and it was like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it with our company. Like that's not, you know. So I, I do like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I I do agree with you now because there were some channels they had to go to because you know you know Michael Jordan is very strict about his likeness being used in anything. 
so when when, when I heard about this kind of a, a movie, I was wondering. I was like, okay, well, what can they do? You know what I'm saying? In in, in a way, it's, it's kind of like because people were still surprised about when the Last Dance, you know, came out, and they were surprised. Well, that, you, know, you uh, you know, he technically does not have to have any say so. Okay, but it is Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, I mean, he has some say so in this movie. No, he has some say. So you know how? I'm, well, I can tell you how. I'm just saying, uh, one person would not be in this movie if it was not for Michael Jordan himself saying this man has to be in this movie. And I will tell you who that is later. Okay, and I to be, and you know, he well, we'll just go out of the cast. So, so real quick, so we are going to be doing on this section of the movie series. We're going to be reviewing the movie Air, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Jason Bate, uh, Jason Bateman, Marlon Wayans, Chris Tucker, Viola Davis, uh, uh, Chris all, 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 all of these. It was like a really all-star cast in here, uh, especially when we are going behind the scenes of what, what you know what happened at Nike. You know, with Phil Knight and uh, Sonny Vaccaro, all those, and. At first, I was a little apprehensive about the movie. I was, like, I was, I was, I, but I'm a basketball guy, so I was like, especially I like sports movies. So I was kind of curious to see. Like, this is interesting that we we're doing a movie on the sneaker, and so right off the bat, I I will we'll discuss the, the good things that we liked about it. Then afterwards, we will discuss some of the things you probably didn't like about it. Then we're going to probably get into spoilers and. Uh, most likely, you know, say so. If you listen to if you listen to the podcast right now, we'll we'll get deep into it. The video version will probably be you know cut up just to give you guys a fair warning about that. So real quick off the bat, I felt as though the, the the one of the best things about this movie that I really really enjoyed was now not not for not for guys like me and you, Brian, but for people like Q Flow and Lady Sketch, they put this in lamest terms like the the basics so you can <laughs> truly understand what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. and sometimes i appreciate movies that do that to the point where it's like because you got some movies that's like unapologetic like hey if you're a basketball here you understand what's going on you know the story we're not gonna hold your hand this movie's for you and it kind of leaves everybody else out but when you're dealing with such, such a global icon we don't with, with uh somebody on the level of michael jordan being able to where it's just like you may not know any other basketball player ever. You may not. You may hate sports like this. Remember when we, 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 we went, uh, the other day we were talking about how Joel Embiid won MVP and Quattro was like, "Who's Joel Embiid?" And we're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but <laughs> also, it could be a thing where, but he know who Michael Jordan is. <laughs> so this movie here, it was like it 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 breaks it down to like even where like basically what is going on. Why Nike is in the slumps? Why the, uh, Adidas and Converse is over them? Even where the Nike slogan even came from, and uh, I, I, I thought I thought that was an interesting take. Also, do you remember that? <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. yeah, interesting because that was real. You know, it's a real story. Yeah, it was, uh, I was just like, I was obviously, like, obviously, for movie they fi- they make the fiction over that. That was a story. Um, yeah, yeah, but. The, since we're talking about the good, I just want to get it out of the way and say Matt Damon's performance was very good in this movie. 
I, I like Matt Damon. Um, I, I did like Matt Damon. First of all, when when Ben and yeah. when, when Ben and fucking Matt Damon are together, I think they uh, do a pretty good job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but oh, uh, no. Well, we're not getting to the bass. I'm not gonna get into that. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I I did like Matt Damon. Matt Damon stood out to me because it's like when I see Matt Damon, I don't. I guess a lot of his characters that I've seen personally don't have like that heart like Sonny did. Yeah. So seeing him have like a heart, it, it was just like different in my opinion, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I like uh, Viola Davis. Honestly, she can transform into a role. Like I knew that. I like I know that's Viola Davis, but like she looks different. Like you know, some people where they where they be trying to play somebody else, and you would just like see like you like that. You know, that's Michael B. Jordan. That's yeah. not so and so. So I like that she can like disappear it, into the role. Great example of that is when um, I remember when my Randy's Black Bottle came out with Chadwick's last movie. Mm-hmm. And I was just like Viola Davis turned into my Randy because now before that came out, Lady Sketch had seen the movie Betsy, you know, with, with Queen Tifa that had Monique play my Randy. And I when I looked mm-hmm. at it, I was just like, that's just Monique playing mm-hmm. my Randy. Opposed to when I looked at Viola Davis, I was like, damn, that's my Randy. You know what I'm saying? She yeah, like when like uh, Chadwick turned into James Brown, like you know, it's like yeah. Go into it, and some people just play it, and it's like, you know, yeah, I, I, I you gotta take that. your pick. And and also, <laughs> fun fact about that, Michael Jordan told them he told Ben Affleck, Viola Davis gotta be my mom, nobody else. Yes, yes, nobody else. Michael said, "Y'all want this movie to happen? Viola Davis is my mom. No ifs, ands, or buts about that, because he knows." Mm-hmm. She going to bring justice to his mama and she going to do the role right. And I think when it came to um his uh his uh excuse me, his mom Dolores and James Jordan cuz he looked like James he just a little bit heavier but he looked like James Jordan. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh uh so yeah uh everybody really did their part even Chris Tucker uh, who plays uh, Howard White uh, did his book. There were some parts where Chris Tucker was creeping out. I will say that. There there were some I, parts. Where I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Chris okay. Tucker was the one that Michael Jordan said has to be in this movie. That, M- M- Michael said Chris Tucker got to be in this movie. No, Michael said Howard has to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, How- Howard White has to be in the movie, yes. Yes. So he said Howard has to be in this movie, and when they did it, they didn't have nothing for Howard. So that's why Chris Tucker was doing because Chris Tucker didn't have. They probably had like two or three lines, and then they were just like, you know, fill it in, yeah. ad lib. So that's why it was going from like a regular person to like Chris Tuckerisms. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, but, but, but it's I, just I, like uh, you know. Because he went from, but because I like his role, because see, he had an actual role in the movie. Like Marlon Wayans had a part. Because Mar- Marlon Wayans. No, Mar- this, first of all, they, they should not have said this movie starring Marlon Wayans because uh, you don't count one two minute scene as starring in the movie unless you Chris Brown and Stomp the Yard. Yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough. Chris Brown's helped sell that movie. But yeah, he uh, Marlon Wayans plays, the, uh, plays uh, 
George Ravelin, who I believe was Michael's coach in the Olympics. When it, I ain't talking about uh-huh. the Dream Team, I'm talking about that 1984. You know, when when, it, when only the college kids could play in the Olympic games. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, exactly. And when and a fun fact to find out that Martin Luther King gave him his speech. In and, and I thought I thought that was dope, and and he was offered three million dollars for it, and he still have he still hasn't sold it. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, he said he said take it, uh, sir. He <laughs> said you want you to be like take it, so. The cast as a wonderful. I'm just I, I, look, look. I'm just saying, like you know, three million is a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah bro. Look, three I, million I, is a lot for something I could just go on YouTube and look up. Look, I I understand the me because first of all, you know, Martin King's one of my heroes, and if he had gave yes. me that speech, I'm just like, all right. So you want the whole speech, or you want like these last pages? You know what I'm saying? Or how about I Xerox them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm saying. Or, or, or just give it to a museum, and the museum can can pay me, like you know, something, like you know. But I, I was, I was, but you know, I, look, I, I thought, I thought that little fun fact was good. But overall, the cast was was really dynamic in the movie. And yes. They did something else in this movie that I didn't know if I was gonna like it first, but I ended up loving it. Whereas they don't have a cast for Michael Jordan. They, they, they keep... shout out to Damian John. What'd you say? Shout out to Dam- Damian Young is the guy that played Michael Jordan's body double. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you know, it's like they they kept the whole mystique because Jordan is so f- like fucking big. Like the mystique of Michael Jordan. Like when you when you, when when you just see behind him, you're like, that's Jordan. We he got the profile. That's Jordan. But they never showed his face. He and he has like maybe. He says like one word, like he has, bulls he has two words. Bulls Hello, colors. and and then bulls colors. I would say the hello, the hello sounded like Michael, but the bulls colors did not sound like Michael. Oh, oh I, I'm pretty sure they just took a sound by Michael and just put hello in there. But yeah, with the bulls colors, I was like, okay, but he didn't say anything because I understand why Ben Affleck went with that direction because it, as soon as you show his face. And as soon as you show somebody who's be acting, it goes from a movie about Nike to a movie about Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and it takes away from everything that they're, they're trying, everything that they're trying to educate you and show you in the movie. So I thought that was a, a nice taste of it, and it it it, it goes by smoothly for, for 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 just a movie. It talks a lot about business and stuff like that, especially with me being a lover of basketball. I was going through. When they was talking about, you know, the nineteen eighty four draft, which is one of the best draft classes that they had, talking about Barkley, talking about John Stockton, talking about Order Stroke, talking about, you know, uh Sam Bowie, the you know, the bus, and Hakeem Olajuwon, talking about all of them. I, I was enjoying like, you know, what their their strategy was of how they were trying to get these athletes uh for for Nike. And I, I also like the way how Chris Tucker, Howard White, you know Howard White, Chris, who's being played by Chris Tucker, how he broke it down in the beginning of why nobody liked Nike in the beginning because mm-hmm. it, it was a running shoe, and at the time Nike wasn't popular because Converse, all the Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, was all wearing the Converse, and and, and Julius Irving, you know, see, they was all wearing all wearing the Converse. And then the Adidas was what was hot because that was the 
you know, hip hop really exploded. Run DMC was like promoting the shit I did. Did is they had the track suits and they had the shell tops. Jesus. Yes, and, and I'm gonna tell you so. A fresh pair of Adidas. I'm telling you, when um my my wife years ago got me a fresh pair of them, I was just like, man, I ain't appreciate them. Today was in my head with you know, especially with the shell toes. Yeah, that in the track that that thing was. Avery was going to parties, he was breakdancing, he was doing everything in there. So, they, they really broke it down on why nobody gave a fuck about Nike and they care about these other shoe companies. And uh, another thing I liked also was, I maybe it's just me, I'm, I'm a sucker for nostalgic stuff. And sp- speaking of which, since you, since you have a nostalgic whole podcast and theme, I think they handled the 80s very well. Mm, that was a great I had. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm curious. I want to hear that. So, I feel like they handled they handled it like the '80s as far as the the music that was playing and like the the you want, '80s. It was a new edition, huh? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the the, the uh, Axel Foley and everything was cool. I'm talking about what I had a great with more or less. Like I said, it could just be a nitpicking thing. Is the the visuals? You know, like yes, they used the old school TV. And they used the old school, you know, stuff like that. But everything else, I felt like, like, okay, okay. Um, how can I, how can I put this? Like, when they showed the Adidas building or the Converse building, it's like, that's how the building is today. Yeah. But it didn't look like that back then. It's like, I'm not saying that they got to build a whole building. But, you know, like, something they could have did or they could even show old footage of like, the actual building or yeah. like, you know. Some things like that, because sometimes I was looking at it, and I was like, "This does not look like the '80s. This just looks like now." And it's like I, I was just taken out of it by some points. Okay, I can understand probably you know of how the probably the bills. Are. I'm talking about when they did like the whole montage of basically what's going on in, in like this this decade of the '80s of showing out. Yes, that movies. was good. Yes, yeah, the, the different movies, the different styles, the different music, especially the all the music that was. Throughout the whole movie, I thought they, it was a great selection of music from all across the board that is just, when you hear it, you're like, it's the 80s. You know what I'm saying? So, I felt as though they did a, they did a good job with that, especially with the way their styles and their their workplace. I was like, my God, these old computers, these old shag rugs, and the, these these colors, and probably all this asbestos and everything. I'm like, yeah, it's 80s, man. So, well, actually, no, because the asbestos thing was being in the 70s. But anyway... So I thought that was I thought that was uh it was something I really enjoyed. Now let's take a moment to go over to some of the things that we probably necessarily didn't like uh about the movie. I know you had some you had had some so if you wanna say, you know Uh like we like we talked about earlier, someone Howard was hit and miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh speaking of missing, James putting out an APB on you. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, Colin James, James, come to the stage, please. He he was really like the. I, I'm not gonna. He 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 was he, he wasn't dumb, but by, by by no means. It's just that you know it, it it's like when uh when he, he uh when Sonny went to go see George at the bar, and he was just like, oh yeah, Dolores, she runs shit. It was like, and honestly, they had, they had to illustrate that you know, you don't fuck with her, 
she she runs shit. And <laughs> they had Elliston, but they get they gave my man like four lines in the whole movie. Yeah, so they, they 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 get he eliminated my lines, but it for me it was more the things like and like this is a very nitpick where it was like it's like he at all these meetings. He was the, he be the one being on board. It, it's kind of like turned on by everything. Like, oh, this is a nice mm-hmm. shoe. I, I, I like this video. That's, that's our boy right there, man. He get anything mm-hmm. he want. And his mom was like, no, nah, we're going to do business the right way. We ain't going to just jump on to anybody. You know, so I, I you know, say other than, you know, other than that. I wish Marlon, me personally, would have had a bigger part. I, I understand why his part was there. I say what you know what, what, what he was uh, credited for. Did I wish it could have been like a little bit of a bigger part? Sure, you know. But, I but I mean had, that that's just like a, that's, that's like a nitpick, you know. I had a gripe with not not with Ben Affleck's performance, but with him playing Phil Knight. Okay, because. I've seen stuff with Phil Knight. Like Phil Knight is he's a he's not a weird dude. He, he's a, like a hippie dude. But it's like all Phil Knight was not that much, that negative of the whole situation mm-hmm. in real life. But like in this movie, he's just against everything. Like this movie, he doesn't want to do nothing. He don't want to do it at all. Well, I mean, like I understand that you know it's like a a risk you know to his company that that, that he grew. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he would be apprehensive about a lot of things, especially dealing with Sonny. You know what I'm saying? Especially how they illustrate Sonny. Like, you know, he's a, the, the, he's so in the, in, in the basketball and then he just, uh, it's like he's a gambling man also and he can t- tend to, you know, gamble on the wrong thing. So it's kind of hard for them when he hasn't really brought in too many victories to go ahead and to trust this, this Michael Jordan kid. So I can I, I can I I can understand that you know the, the apprehensive there of not one. I'm just saying factually, like oh, it, it, I, I mean, I, like the fact because yeah. obviously so, yeah. in, in the movie you got to create some kind of drama. You know, you got to be able to create. Yeah. You know what? Because I mean, honestly, you're right. They could have just been like, you know what, Michael Jordan. Right there, like, yeah. What I would have did is I would have had Jason Bateman be the the guy that's hating. Yo, he he has a. He, I, I like it's something about Jason Bateman. That's just like I like that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I like that guy, Jason Bateman. It, it, it's it, it's just something about it's like you know what, I like that guy. So just saying, how can how can you be like a quote unquote open free spirited hippie, but every every time he's trying to give you an answer and telling you to like think or be an open thinker? Oh you're yeah, like no. <laughs> so do no. do you run? No, he's, he's I just like, like how he just. Looked down his gut. It was just like, no, I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was kind of like you know, give me like like how he was. Oh, I guess you know, terminated the last days like don't Phil Jackson vibes, you know. So, I I, I get I I, I enjoy what, what what Ben Affleck did with it. So, and like yeah. I said, him and Matt Damon uh, was hitting on cylinders. There's not really that much in this movie Ooh, that I, hate. I just thought of, I I just thought of another one. Uh oh. It's not a nitpick, but maybe it's something I probably wanted to, them to do differently. Is mm. that maybe I, I would have wanted to see see the aftermath, not just have it be in a flashback or whatever. 
Because it's like, it's like as soon as he signs, then they, we see old Michael Jordan. I'm like, I wish we could at least seen the first season, maybe, or not the first, but like, you know, like them realizing that it's a big hit. I, I get what you're saying, but it was, mm-hmm. it, it, it would have took away because, because then once again, like I said, when you cross that territory, we are now getting into a Michael Jordan movie. No, 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 not, no, not seeing him wear, but I'm saying like, Oh, like seeing, seeing them, them say like, the oh, we're, we're, the, the, sorry, yeah, seeing like, oh, we're we becoming the most popular shoe, and oh, uh, I mean, we've seen a little bit of it at the end where he got the um, the magazine, yeah. But I wish that we like we don't have to see Michael anymore in the movie. We don't have to talk about Michael, but talk about the shoe, like instead of saying just putting on the screen, oh, it gained so and so million dollars, like have a scene. Where they calling him and telling him how much this profit he made or something, you know something. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, I know. They had the whole text, you know, when it, uh, at the Bible explained, like, basically, like, where are they now? And what, what, what really happened tonight? I'm like, shit, you know exactly what happened tonight, you right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, so, <laughs> you know, Jordan uh, blew them up, which I, I also liked how they broke down the deal at the end of what he was signing. Mm-hmm. It was like okay, okay, yeah, you, I get the two hundred fifty thousand. I'm getting my car that that I want. But if this is going to be a shoe built around me and not me, not me around the shoe, I want a piece of that. And I'm like, because that's bro. And a hundred, and I like he was like, you know, uh, we we made three million once on one shoe. A hundred and sixty-two million in the first year, mm-hmm. bruh. That's that. That's insane. It's t- it's t- we're talking about the eighties here, and now where they they get four billion dollars annually, mm-hmm. annually. Why? Mike, that's just Jordan. And that's just Jordan, and, and exactly. And, and Jordan's cut is at four hundred million. We uh-huh. just get just getting that cut, Bruh. And like I say, because look, have I gone out and waited in line for for a pair of J's? No, I look. I, I run sneakers into the ground. So, uh, but I I do have a couple pairs of Jordans though. Especially a lot of them were gifts to me, and the the one pair of Jordans I actually went out there and bought was uh, I call them my Barclays because they were the white. Uh, Purple, orange, like the, the Phoenix Suns colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with the black, the Jordan ones, which I think is, is some of the best kind. So, do you own pairs of Jordans, or you have the pair of Jordans, or, or, or you been out? Yeah, I got, I got, I got Jordans. I, I don't have like none of the, the, the ones that you see. Like I, I have like more newer style Jordans. Like, I don't have like the Jordan tens or elevens or the, the one. Like I don't have those kinds. I have like. You know the newer kind, like the uh, I don't know none of the names. So let me not get on the names, but I don't okay. have none of those like classic ones that you see. Even when he played for the Wizards, I don't have none of those. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, yeah, he uh, he changed the game on that man. I was like that. That's dope. This reminds me like little Jason. We was my talk about so uh, he getting he getting royalty checks for this for the Simba song, right? Just mm-hmm. can't wait to be king, and that man like all right. Them Jones keep coming in. That Jones was a big hit. So, 
Yeah, it's it's good to go, you know, get the wheelchair, get a piece of that. Also, since so it's, it's, it's getting that one time payment. Yeah, also, I don't think we needed the Michael Jordan thing at the end, though. I I get why they did it. I, me personally, I like the whole montage when, he, when Sonny was giving his speech to him in Nike. I thought that was excellent. That, I think that's the only one we need. I don't think we needed another one at the end. Yeah. Because. I, uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was weird to me because I'm like they showed it they, like in the monitor they showed like they, 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 in the monitor they showed like the, the, the video of uh, his the, the dad's car yeah I'm not why did they do that <laughs> why was I, that necessary it, well because well, I, I, I know it happened I know it happened but I'm like why did I just focus on basketball yeah. <laughs> No, but because uh, like I said, the reason why I love that so much is because Eddie said, like you know, cut that video off because I was like, yeah, because even to me, I was like, this video is becoming cringy. I was just like, I knew this from the song. I knew from the song. Yeah, I was like, this video is getting cringy. When- Honestly, I thought they was gonna try to do it as if like Ben Affleck was gonna mess it up because look, I so we we in spoiler territory, right? Yes, we are. Go ahead. Uh, so, so they plan this meeting, and in the meeting, Ben Affleck is supposed to come in the Seven minutes late, late because he's so busy. Yeah. So, in the, in but when he does it, he didn't just come and say, "Hey, I'm late." He says, "Hey, I'm late because this is a big business. I'm important. This company is over four billion dollars or whatever." I'm like, "You're doing too much. Just say I'm late, and I'm sorry, and I'm here." Like you know, you know, I'm you know, very I busy. agree with you. It, it was a little crazy. Yeah. I was like, "Bro, you laying on way too thick." Yeah. Way too thick. Because he was like, we, we, and then right after he said, he said that he was like, video, video, we have a video, video, video. And then they started talking a little bit. And he was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Video, 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 video. We have yes. video, we have video. I was like, come on. No, but you're so excited to play this trash video. Yeah, I was just like, it, but, but when he took it off, he gave like the, a real speech. And I, and everything he was saying, they, they were showing what happened in Joy. He said, you know, but it's how you're going to be a rise. You're going to be a god. And they said, you're going to be you're gonna be the best and everything. And then once you get to where they want you to get, they're going to do anything they can to tear you down. And then you're going to be at your loneliest. That's why that's why they showed when, when his dad died. Because he was, he was very close to his dad. And then when his dad was murdered mm-hmm. the way he was. Not going to tell. Not this movie. Oh, it, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when his dad was murdered, I was like, you know, that, that was one of his lowest points, and he went to baseball. But then it's like, well, can you come back? And he came back, and then we won three more championships. So showing that montage, I I do think, was just excellent. I, I enjoyed the speech that, that Sonny did and everything. I was like, shit, y'all got me. Can I sign even though y'all need, y'all need me? But I was like, but that's what it was. And I was like, that, that was dope. Because he, uh, the, the one line said, "Look, at, when, when anybody's time comes to die, ain't nobody gonna remember nobody in this room but you. <laughs> You're going to change the world." <coughs> and then also when uh, they went to get get the uh, sneakers made, which I did not even know this until this movie. I did not know they had fines for shoes. Yeah. Being yeah. I, I did not even know that. As much of a basketball um, as I am, I did not even know that. Yeah, because um, they had an all-black one, and he couldn't wear it at all. It was like all-black and red, and I think no white. Mm. And he couldn't wear it at all. He but did. then, like, I, the next season, they changed it. So it's only for the first season. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, yeah, because they offered to pay off all the fines, which they, obviously, look, it looked like pennies uh, back, I mean... 
I was late. You know, surprisingly, surprisingly, it's not that many. Is that that many what? Fines. Uh, uh, it wasn't that many fines that they had to take care of? No, because uh, for some reason, like, I forgot how it worked out, but the first season, he didn't really even wear them like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next season, I guess they wanted to wait for the Like, the first season, I guess they was getting the deal done. Or I don't know what happened, but he didn't wear them like that. He won them in the dunk contest and somewhere else, and they paid for those fines. But other than that, he didn't really wear them that often. For 82-game season, he did not wear them often for them to find that, for them to take those fines. Gotcha, okay, okay. Next season, though, I guess next season when they came back, and that's when they had the one, you know, $162 million. Then they was like, all right, we finding you and we making more shoes. So yeah. I think that's when they started, you know, gotcha. doing okay. everything. Yes. Because, but, yeah, I was just like, man, I did not even know about they had that 51% white in their shoe. I was just like, really? Okay, because, you know. That's crazy, but you know, everybody had to, but I mean, shit, like now everybody can find a way to do a sneak slip today in basketball. So, you know, but yeah, that was a fun fact that I, I, I didn't even learn about. It. I like how they constructed, you know, the Jordan, how we got the whole, you know, Jordan Jumpman logo and everything like that on, on all the Jordan stuff and how, you know, how I came from which I was like, yo, man, because he even, you know, my sister's boyfriend, when he was watching, he was like, yo, man, for somebody who doesn't know basketball that well, Sure, it was that dope, right? I was like, bro, like you don't even know. <laughs> oh, the work ethic and stuff like that. He had just, I told him to go watch the go watch the last dance. But yeah, it was uh it, it was inspiring. It was good. There's not like I said, there's not much ne- negative uh of me t- of me to say. But uh where would you grade uh air? Like, what grade would you grade? Uh, oh, I would Dang, what's above? What's above? Hashtag give it a chance. It's a B plus. We like I said we still have to come up with a B. Well, yeah, well, it's a it's a B. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna give it like a B plus. I really enjoy. I so far out of the movies I've seen this year, this is this is going. This is one that's on my favorite list. Opposed no, to, I can't wait to see your favorite list for next week. Oh. Well, I am Damn. definitely look. I I already said I plan on getting out to see. Hopefully Monday or Tuesday I'm gonna go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, okay. Because Quadro keeps telling me how bad it is. I'm just like, babe, I else tell me how good it is. I'm just like, well, we gotta see for ourselves. And then, then next Friday, I'm going to be doing White Man Can't Jump and Fast Family. X. Family. Fast X Part One of Three. <laughs> yeah. Part, oh God. And it's like, and look, me personally, I'm gonna be honest. If it's if the movie is good, I'll say it's good. Even though I'm you kinda, know what I'm somebody kinda, said? What you said? Somebody said Vin Diesel is the ultimate heel. You know why? Why? Because Fast X Part 3 is going to be Fast XSX and it's going to be Dom Toretto versus Xander Cage. Okay. Let's see. Anytime a, movie's, uh, a movie franchise becomes a, becomes, becomes a troll, you already know it fell off the rails. So, it's like Hey, uh, I, I don't care. Everybody and, already said Fast 10, your seatbelts. So. Oh, God, that, that is weak. That is weak. Look, if the movie is good, I'll praise the movie and say it's good. I'm not going to be the kind of person that, that, that's going to be biased when it comes to this. But if it's bad, you're going to I just want to see stuff blow up. 
Whatever. I want to see the rock hit a rock bottom through the table. I want to see the 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 John Cena attitude adjustment to do through four floors like he did. I want to see stuff blow up and cars fly. Yeah. Hopefully, the rock come back and they do the rock and. Oh, so Cena. I want to see that. Okay, I I, I just said so. So stay away from the internet because they are putting up spoilers. And I already got spoiled about something, unfortunately. No, okay. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna say anything. But uh, yeah, so stay tuned for all uh, those movie reviews uh, coming out. Net on well, first of all, we got this podcast. We still got some other movies and movie reviews to talk about on this podcast as well. But next week, also, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Also, because I, I I really want to check out the dead that white man can't jump. That white man can't jump. Uh, movie. I'm sure it'll be interesting. It'll be. I mean, it'll be interesting. It, it ain't gonna be the original. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, still, still wanna uh, check that out. All right, guys. So as you guys can see, well, if you listen to this on the audio version, y'all can't see. But the video version, y'all can see my Mortal Kombat shirt that's on right now. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. That's my favorite fighting game next to Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat is 1A, Street Fighter is 1B. That's how it always has been. I've been playing Mortal Kombat since the first one. I always talk about when I was, if y'all up here in Philly, and y'all was on, and y'all know about Imperial Palace on Broad Street, I was in there playing the original cabinet back in the early 90s. I loved Mortal Kombat. I bought every single game that Mortal Kombat has ever put out. So... With that, they've made some movies and, you know, and TV shows and things like that. And back in 2021, we got the first, well, not the first one, we got the, like, the new Mortal Kombat movie because we had the original one in 95, which I enjoy that movie. It's a bad movie, but I really like that movie. Uh, do, do you like the first Mortal Kombat movie from, from like, 95? Talking to me or Lady Sketch? I'm talking, I'm, talk, I'm talking to you probably because Lady Sketch is not here right now. I have not seen any, I don't know anything about anything. So you haven't seen any Mortal Kombat movie at all? Or played any Mortal Kombat game at all. Wow. Wow. Well, you, you did just tell me that the other day you just uh, played... I mean, you just watched the, the 2021 version of Mortal Kombat, right? Yep. Okay, so before... Uh, I, I was going to watch that at the Chinese theater, but I decided to watch uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong instead. Okay, I can understand why. Yeah. Okay, Even though so, I ain't care about none of them people in them. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Okay, so just as a, a, not even a casual fan, just a hard, cold, open fan, it's like, oh, I heard of Mortal Kombat, but I don't play it, I know nothing about it. What did you think of the movie? Um, well, I, I, I know some stuff about it. I know whatever happened in the movie don't happen in the game i'm assuming because there's no well maybe the storyline i don't know how the story the story mode is but uh the some of the shots were good yeah some of the cinematic stuff was good some of the killings were good too but i i didn't like the self uh catchphrases i guess you can say the self catchphrases yeah, like Kano wins. What is Kano saying it? Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, they just add that for yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. Like, I know, I know that that character is not in none of the games, though. 
Volcano? No. Uh, oh, you mean Cold uh, Quinn? <laughs> to a fucking Cold Quinn? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Damn right, went into that bullshit. But yeah, the one you talk about is Cold Quinn. Yes. Yeah, so I thought he was Johnny Cage at first. So yeah, okay. But he's not. So it's like, who is this? Then I like went. To, I went to look up the characters from the game and the characters from the movie. I was like, wait a minute, he's not in the game. So like, who is this guy? But aside from that. I thought it was going to be more or less about Scorpion versus uh, uh, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. But it kind of wasn't. Like, Scorpion was... Uh, Sub-Zero was really like a henchman, in a sense. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. The henchman is the, the, the boss? The big boss at the end? And nothing... It's like... Uh, actually, it's not even like that. It's not even like... Uh, in Justice League, where the dude is, is from Dark Side, but he's kind of just there. Yeah. It's not even like that. So, I don't know. Weird. It, it, it didn't explain a lot of stuff good. Uh huh. Um, well, so f- for somebody who is ve- very familiar with Mortal Kombat, obviously loves it, loves the storylines, everything like that, that movie sucked. Oh, okay. That, uh, they had. Do I like the killings? Yes, because first of all, I wa- figured I I figured the movie I figured people that like the game wouldn't like the movie, but I figured it was like we giving you fatalities and we trying to make a storyline around what you already know. So I feel like if there was truth, I feel like in their mind if there was truth to the fatalities, then they nobody would care basically. Well, see that 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 that's what kind of was the point for for, for some fans out there of like different channels that I watch. Yeah, I'll explain like, hey, well, as long as they got the fatalities going and the blood and so like that, because we didn't get that in the original movie, well, then that's what I care about. Well, other than that, we ain't gonna, you know, uh, we ain't care about it because they changed a lot of story. They, they, you don't need no fucking tattoo to unlock, you know, you know, Mortal Kombat power. That ain't how this shit work. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, Ludi, 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 who is, who's Reed? Who's Lee? Ryu. Reed. Ryu. You said Ryu? Ryu, Ryu, Ryu. Oh, Ryu, Ryu from Street Fighter, yeah. Who, uh, uh, what's his name? Ryu, that's his name. No, what? Oh my gosh. The guy that looks like Ryu or Ryu in oh. this movie. Oh, I guess you're talking about Cole Quinn or, or Luke Kane? Yes, he the one that had the fire bird yes. or whatever. So I'm assuming that was that was one of his specials, right? It's supposed to be his fatality, you know that that he does. The, oh my god! Like I said, for this movie, try to change up so much stuff, and the whole thing that Mortal Kombat is based off is a tournament of Earth Realmers, which is being from Earth that is challenging a tournament. So out the outworld forces would that try to. Invade Earth from that, you know. That's basically what the, the whole thing is about. They 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 destroyed. You, you know what they should have did. Say what? You know what they should have did. What, what should what should they have done? They should have had it directed by Michael Bay. <sighs> Not good. Anyway, <laughs> we say all this to say that now Mortal Kombat Two it got greenlit and they they're going to record this year 
uh, probably for a 2024 release. It's, it, it did good enough for the box office to have a sequel. The movie wasn't good, but we're getting the sequel, and this time, my favorite character, and a lot of other people's favorite character, Johnny Cage, is going to be finally in the movie, and they just released who the casting for Johnny Cage is going to be. It's going to be Carl Urban, who is going to play the part of Johnny Cage. For those who may not re- be familiar with who Carl Urban is, for the most the, the most recent work he's done, he plays uh, Billy Butcher on The Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I know you've seen The Boys, right? I have not. You haven't you haven't seen The Boys? Nope. Oh, prime my. Your name is Prime. You should be watching all these Prime Amazon stuff, man. Hey, who go? Somebody gonna let me hold their account? I'm, I'm not. Do that. you have Do you have Amazon Prime like to shop? I do not. Really? This man just say full price everything. You know, I, I, I just don't got this life. Uh, okay. Well, the boys is just like the murderous version of the Justice League. Yeah, I've heard I've heard of it. I've seen memes, but I haven't actually seen it. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good fucking show. When I first heard the news, I was just like, "Card, I'm not sure how I feel about that." But you know what? When I went and looked at uh, pictures of Carl Urban, because see, right now I have the recency bias because he was in uh, Thor Ragnarok, he was in Star Trek, and he does have like when you take away his facial hair and his beard. He does have that Johnny Cage s face. I've heard that, like the Miz could have been in the room. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I I I I I I would have peached bloody hell if the Miz would have played. First of all, the Miz is too big to play Johnny Cage. People don't really realize this. The Miz has a wrestler body. The Miz is too big to be playing Johnny Cage. He's so Carl Urban is small. Say what? Carl Urban is small. He, he's a small. He has a smaller, more leaner build for Johnny Cage than the Miz do. The Miz, they, he has a wrestler's body. It's kind of like when, when, when Cena was acting to, to start getting to Hollywood, and you you can tell now Cena today compared to Cena back in two thousand eight, not the same body. Mm-mm. It's not the same body. Cena has slimmed down a lot. Since since going into movies, the Miz still has. Now I'm not saying the Miz has an overroided wrestling wrestling body. No, I the same. No, he, I mean, he, when is the last time he actually wrestled? He do movies now. The Miz has wrestled on Monday. So, if you want to call that wrestling, okay. Then he go. Then, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I ain't and, see it because I got coke spilled on me, so I ain't watching. You still mad about that? I, 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 you have any right I have to be. A new shirt, yes. You, you have any right? You wearing that shirt now? <laughs> I am. I am not. I, no. <laughs> but uh, the Miz for them to try to take him away. It's kind of like when when they say about having too much play Thor. I'm like, uh, okay, I get the look wise. Yeah, I I get the I get the look wise, but uh. No, that's just not the way the thing I'm going for. The Miz is too bulky. The Miz ain't that. I mean, the Miz is good for on TV. He's going to say, but I, I don't. He has the Johnny Cage character, but his looks, he don't look like Johnny Cage to me. 
Did any yeah. of them look like the characters? Say what? Did any of them look like the characters? Luke Kane looks like Luke Kane. Shang Song mm-hmm. looks like Earl, Young Voice Shang Song. Kung Lao looks like Kung Lao. Uh, I can talk about Jax a little bit. Probably not. Sonya looks like Sonya. Jax looked like uh, Zeus. <sighs> he not like tiny list of Zeus, bro. Go, go look at Zeus and go look at Jax. You'll be like, oh, they kind of, <laughs> kind of look the same. Billy brother do not look like Tim Lloyd. Don't damn. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah. not talking about. I'm not talking about Tiny Lister as a whole. I'm just talking about him as Zeus. As him as Zeus, I know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling him as Jax. Uh, I didn't like the arms. Oh, the arm. Probably you talk about taking it away from the story. The, him unlocking his combat thing to actually grow them damn arms. That's not how this shit happened. Honestly, I would hope not. That's lame. But. That, that That's not how this... I mean, the actual story of Mortal Kombat is actually very interesting. If you uh, ever want to go like, like, check it out when they break down the whole history of Mortal Kombat. Uh, but... Wait, wait, real quick, real quick. I, I have a, do have a quick question. Uh, okay. Would his arms have looked better if they do like how they do the Winter Soldier's arm? You said would they look better if he did, did what? Kind of like how they do the Winter Soldier's arm in, in MCU. Yeah, anything would okay. look better. Okay, okay. Because it looked like his arms, it, it looked like his arms is CG. But I'm like, I would, I personally would have just rather put a little quote unquote sleeve that looked like his metal because it, it just, it's his actual arms. First not of all, his, to be completely honest with you, the the whole Jax's arms thing was complete fanfare. Because if you really want to tell the story of Mortal Kombat, Jack should have got his arms until at least the second movie. Yeah. But they was just like, hey, you want, you guys know Jax. Let's give, because Jax is always known for the guy with the metal arms. I'm just like, but the actual people who know Mortal Kombat know that Jax don't need these arms yet. You got to establish who Jax and Sonya are, you know, as special forces. You got to do all that. And the way he gets his arms is like, okay, well, here, we, we, all we got is these little T-800 skinny arms. You can p- put them on. And then when he unlocks his combat with coin fucking thing, whatever, then he, he goes with the full-blown metal arms. Fuck, that's a how that, that, that was stupid to me. That was completely so, stupid to me. Another question. Uh-huh. Because I thought Sub-Zero and Scorpion were the main two guys. Yeah. So is, is, is Sub-Zero not going to be in the second one? His brother will be in the second one. Who was his brother? They didn't introduce Behind yet. Who was his brother? Sorry. Not, not. The original Sub Zero is Behind. And then his brother, uh. God, what's his name? Does his brother take the mantle of Sub Zero? Yes. Okay. Yes, because, uh. Yeah, because yeah, the original Sub-Zero comes back to become Noob, noob Sidebot, which I don't know if they're going to be, t- gonna be, be telling that story that long. Trust me, I feel you. Back to Carl Urban, I think from from seeing these pictures and stuff like that, I think he's a good actor. Uh, from looking at the, his pictures, like his young pictures without him having the whole beard, he does look, I'm looking at my Johnny Cage picture right now that I have up here on my bo- on my bookshelf closet and this Carl Urban picture right here. I'm like, okay, I can see it. I can I can see what, what they were seeing because at first I was like, I could get past the beard. I don't see that shit. I, I got a picture of the Miz Pope too. I don't see that shit at all. And it's just, it, it, it was, it was, I was like, as soon as I see him, I'm like, 
the Miz can't change from himself into Johnny Cage. He will just be the Miz in Mortal Kombat. And I'll be looking more for his downfall. Just because he has the... Everybody kept saying the same thing. He has the, the, the Johnny Cage character. But, man, please. He, he, ain't, he ain't for that. So, I I want to see how he does. Because I say, because now he, he got the look for it. You know what I'm saying? When he changed off his beard, he got the look for it. But Mortal Kombat 1 was such a fucking letdown. From what I was used to, Cold Quinn was not fucking needed. Uh, everything, everything I knew about the original Mortal Kombat, how everything was supposed to be, was supposed to be played. It was there was no tournament, so it's kind of hard to get hype for the second one when we're not going by what the, the the story that the game did. This is more so. Let's try to get some casuals in here who like Mortal Kombat because of the recent Mortal Kombat games, and I get it, but. It ain't for me, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just gonna, you know, look out and then hopefully, you know, see how he does. Okay. Uh, Johnny Cage. What is his fatality? The Johnny Cage fatality? Yes. Yeah, it depends on what game, what game you're talking about. Well, which one is the most popular one that they would put in the movie? Okay, so I mean, like in the original Mortal Kombat, his his fatality was a he uppercut your head off. Isn't isn't that Cole's finish? Did he do that? I mean, Cole did some a lot of bullshit that was stupid. I could have sworn he did a Hadouken. I think he did also. Like, the, so girl was like, the girl was like, hit him. I'm pretending. Hit him. Oh, prime. Don't <laughs> I do I could have sworn when he did it. say, huh, dude? I saw it. I, we can go back and watch it. Bruh, I, I've watched that movie one one and a half times. I couldn't get through it the second time. Not one and a half. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get through it the second time. I, I just couldn't. But you got to understand how, how that takes place. It's, it's, it's kind of like you watching the, like, the new edition story. They just get the shit all fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's like, they know it's just like, you know, their first album is, you know, any heartbreak. You be fuming. You know, it's just, it's just, I, I, I've been so invested in this thing since 1993. And it's like, man, they, if I got a movie that, that shows fatalities, we can't get that, we can't even get the story right. So, I don't necessarily know. Speaking of, I can't, can't really get stories and stuff right. Peacock had this new movie that came oh, out. Oh, Lord. Not uh, speaking of can't get the story right, and that's the segue. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife decided, well, I checked it out first because I was, I'm a movie guy, and I'd be curious. Was I really looking for this thing? No. Not at all. I remember my wife said she wanted to see it. I was like, well, I got some I was, time. I was curious. It's called Praise This. It's a musical comedy type drama uh, directed by Tina Gordon and starring Chloe Bailey. And uh, this one is which is it's it's like New Age Fighting Temptations. If any of y'all... It's a yeah. Tubi movie. If we're being frank, this is something that would have came on UPN. Well, back got, when it, there it, was a UPN. I'm sorry, it got a little better quality than that because I just seen it. I didn't say that it had the same quality, but uh, this is a okay, Saturday question. UPN movie. Okay. Question. I'm at, I'm listening, Prime. 
did it take place in Atlanta? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, that's the answer. Yes. Yes. Yes, it did. It um, it it's like a new age fight temptations, which I enjoyed the fight temptations. If anybody that's seen the fight temptations, well, first I feel of all, like that's an insult to the fight temptations. For being honest, if, if first of all, Pri, I know you didn't see it, but are you into like the like spiritual gospel kind of movies? Uh, it's, it's okay if you're not, trust me. It depends on, like, if it's like how the fighting temptations was, then yes. But if it's just like, um, like, uh, the gospel, the yeah, then, then not really. Uh huh. Like, like, uh, what's the, what, Sister Had Two? Yeah. Was, 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 was good. I like the way that they did it. But honestly, uh, I like, I, I will watch it if they got like the how they had it the, the gospel explosion. Okay. And they gotta go to like a contest or something something like that, yeah. Well th- that does happen here because Is it called the gospel explosion or it's called something else? No. What else what was it called? I can't remember. <sighs> it's called I, I, the, the uh because when you look at the movie, so it don't give you that it don't give you that Oh it'll give you it'll give you much detail at all on this shit at all. At all. So all right. Uh, let me get. Let me let me let me take a stab at it. Chloe, right. <clears throat> the main character, right? Yeah, she is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Chloe made a promise to her grandma that when she got older, she would join the choir, but she decided to do pop music instead. And her grandma died, so she's coming back to help them win the gospel competition. I think I want you to know that probably been a better movie. You are uh, you are closer than you you you're not right, but you're close. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, okay, well I I I feel it. Chloe Bailey is acted up in L.A. She, you know, she's, you know, uh, getting in trouble. So her dad is bringing her, uh, her down to the ATL with her uncle to, you know, basically teach some discipline and watch over her. Then she has this, uh, her her sister cousin, which is played by... <laughs> all right, all right, Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> That's what she kept calling her. That's just, yeah, she definitely kept calling her. What was her name? Uh, uh, Jika Washington? Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm spell it out for you. It's, a N J E L I K A. Angelica. Angelica Washington. Yeah, that, that, that's who plays her. Her cousin. I don't remember so. her name in the movie though. Jess. Jess. Jess is her name in the movie. Sam Tell my name, y'all know details. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Sam was Chloe, Chloe Bailey's name yeah, yeah. in the movie. So when she gets down wasn't there, she, wasn't she Sam and Source? What was her name in Swan? Wasn't it Sam? No. No, and, and Chloe, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. No, Chloe's name wasn't Sam. There was a name Sam in, in Swarm. Oh, my God. What was her name in Swarm? I done forgot. The other uh, girl's name was Dre. I can't remember yeah. her name. Neither can I right now. I, I'm overlapped on, 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 my, on my Chloe details. Yeah, she's yeah. she, she, she been popping up. They, so, so when she get down to the land, it's a very Christian household. And, you know, they go to church every Sunday, and they got this praise team where this praise team. No, 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 no. I feel like you're you, you speaking on too many details. 
they go to church every Sunday. Yeah. But it's like a cool church. And yeah. the pastor is Mac Wilds. Um, they used to be Oh my god. At least the you didn't say Drewski was the pastor. What happened? At least you didn't say Drewski was the pastor. I would have lost it and cut the No, uh, that's Drewski Big Love. He's in the He's in this, but yes, he was on the wire. That's what I'm thinking of. So imagine somebody our age is the pastor of this cool church that it was like a warehouse. Oh, that's a uh, Bishop Whitehead. Who? You never heard of Bishop Whitehead? Who is that? He's the 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 the, the hip pastor that <laughs> he's the pastor that got arrested on on Instagram Live or his he got robbed on. Instagram oh, that Live. guy? No, it's not that. Not that. <laughs> Not that, no. I almost forgot about that guy. He is an actual pastor, but he's like a young dude. He's got tattoos, and it's a whole thing. So then they get to the church, and it's a warehouse, and he's about to tell you about the, he was about to tell you about the praise team and how rough it is. They have a terrible praise team. It's and And they, uh, Jess was her cousin passed out on the praise team. That's how it opens up the movie showing like the you know what happened the year before. Passed like, out or passed away? Passed. No, out. she passed Ooh. out passed on out, stage. Bro. Okay, passed okay, out okay, stage. okay. She uh, so they have been every time they, they do these competitions, they they're trying to win win these praise competitions. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. How does the movie start? It starts Ooh. off with the the praise team in the competition. Oh, okay, because I was about to say, um, yes. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, did I skip to the end of the movie? Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, so, okay. That's how that's how it starts out. So it's showing you that they. Why does it feel like the Johnson family vacation? You could do a little of that, man. <laughs> they are trying to. They just suck. They keep seeing the same old gospel stuff. There, there's no life and everything like that, and they just suck. Yeah, and yeah. in the they're singing like traditional arrangements of songs, but the the theme seems to be that everybody is remixing secular songs and making them gospel, gospel songs. songs. Okay, okay, I, okay. Yeah, ask your question. You didn't mean to tell me they thought they was gonna win with black shirt and khakis. I'm singing, mad. I can't even remember what the song it was. I'm that was mad singing. this man went to his TV real quick to turn that first open the scene <laughs> on. That's the only way he would know that. Yeah. Watch me, I look like Derry Fisher. So, Chloe's or Sam's skill, Chloe's brother's skill is that she can take this. Is this the past of Michael Ely and Terrence J? I'm sorry, what? The pastor looks like a. Is this, this guy you said has tattoos? I'm assuming he's the pastor. Mac Wiles looks like a, a little. He bunch looks of like Ealy. a mix between Michael Ealy and Terrence J. He does. He does look like uh, Michael Ealy. I know that for sure. Yeah. So that's so this guy. He had like a tattoo on his neck. Yeah. I don't like to say quality. I think. <laughs> I think I encountered Mac Wiles before I encountered Michael Ealy. Damn. I saw yeah. The Wire before I saw Barbershop. Oh, so mm-hmm. who's really the little budget? But. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I did turn on the first few minutes of the movie, and uh, yeah. So it I, doesn't get it doesn't get much better from there. 
Well, this is a stupid choice to have the the beginning of the movie at the end of the movie. Closing like thing is that she can take any song that she hears and turn it to a gospel song. Like she can freestyle and yeah. make it about God. But okay, so the thing that that was confusing to me was so are we going to talk about like are we really going to explore her like spiritual conflict here because that's not just something you can just do off the top of your head and you have no connection to God whatsoever exactly yeah but they kind of got to where they were like oh she used to go to church with uh, her mom and- why is this man helping the ground what's going on with it yeah that, yeah. that whole that opening scene was was rough, so they get to it like, oh, her mom used to take her to church, and but she feels, I guess she feels like betrayed now, like she's questioning her faith because her mom died, and you know, yeah. But I was just like, how did? Why is this the thing that she can do? I'm I'm confusing. Uh, why can't it just be like she's a songwriter? Yeah, it could be baseball. Like she, she a freestyle because then that's where you bring in like Quavo, where he's the he's the hip hop, the popular rapper in Atlanta. I was like, oh, Quavo. Yeah, I was like, so just fucking be Quavo. Exactly, he could have been himself. <laughs> he's he was tired. not himself. Yeah, he he was he was playing this rapper named Ty. I was like, just be Quavo. Are you sure his real name isn't Ty? It's like Quavo's real name is I don't it's fucking know something. It's not Ty. Yeah, yeah, fuck right now. Uh, so when she like meets her, cause you know, cause that's her idol and stuff like that. She she likes things like that. She wants to you know basically like you know, get signed and be part of the song. But then when he I realizes when he realizes that you know she has a talent, he was actually asking her you know like about the freestyle stuff like that. He think that that she should do that. And also, when they, her and her her cousin snuck out to a, uh, uh, a list a party listen party that was hosted by Quavo, mm-hmm. and they got caught, and that's the reason. So her aunt and uncle was just like, "Well, your punishment is you got to join the praise team." So basically, to sum this whole thing up, she just joins the praise team, and she it's like her job to make them better. It's kind of like when Cuba Good Jr. invites temptations, yeah, uh, got inherited the choir. He had to take them and try to find them and make them better so they could win. You know the beautiful, you know the beautiful church choir to go win that competition. The beautiful Baptist Church. <coughs> so, excuse me for the cough. Uh, that is what the whole premise of the whole movie is. That's and, the movie. Yeah, uh, like that's honestly that's the nut, movie in a nutshell right there. It is really like pretty much the same premise of the fight and temptations. Um, except they have the thing of the girl who was the praise team leader. She pops out at a competition at the competition with their uh, rivals. Yeah, I don't know why I could think of that word. Um, so they they're from like a, their rivals are from a big super church, and they have all the production value, and um, they got what's her name, Corinne Hawthorne, the the gospel artist. She's not herself, but she's like the front, the front of runner. the group. And then the girl, the, this part was kind of wild. The girl who was making them, making all the stuffy arrangements for their like songs. Yeah. She rides with them to the competition and then just disappears. And then pops up on stage with the rivals. 
was like, what? Sonny sold this out. Basically. Gotta keep on guessing. Sonny sold this out. Y'all didn't realize that that girl was gone all that time. It was some you guys serve stuff. She done left and got changed and is up on stage. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. it, It took random elements from all the black movies you know and threw them into one movie. They had the two the two women hecklers that was just in the audience. What was her name? Coco Brown. Yeah. I can't, I don't know the other lady. Um, you know. You know. You got the wayward youth. Somebody sold them out. I was just like, bro, what's, what's going on? Some of my thoughts about this real quick is that I think when it comes to these kind of gospel movies or these kind of spiritual movies, I think we need to we need to lean more on to try to help the younger generation capture their faith, opposed to I don't want to say exploiting it or because because uh, a, a, a lot of things I saw in this movie were black church stereotypes. Yeah, a, uh, a, a lot, lot of things of that go on in the black church. And how things, you know, are done. But I'm like, but if you have a, if the way the story was written to me, if you have a, a a woman that's really struggling with her faith, and why, and like it, it's like it to it maybe, I only seen it twice. I see the one time I saw that. I seen another time with, with me and Lace. I saw it. It's like she's having a, a a very troubled time with the death of her mother. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, maybe I missed it. Y'all can post out in the comments down below. Maybe I missed it, but I don't feel as though that that was illustrated best. No, it felt like everybody skirted past the fact that her mom died. Yeah. It really did. It felt like her, it was an afterthought. And I was like, the whole reason she losing her mind and she down here is because her mom is dead. Exactly. And I'm and like, nobody's talking about that. Yeah, and it, to me, it felt like her biggest hurt and the, the biggest thing she had to get through is when she uh, used the song that that, 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 that her and Quavo recorded together without his permission. Yeah. And then she went to a party that he didn't want to talk to. I'm like, fuck that guy. I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, that's, that's your internal struggle? That's that's what they made it seem to be. You know I was like, bro, I don't think that's what this is about, is it? I guess. Like, she was crying and being all emotional of, of why it happened. I'm sorry. Because he was on there talking about some wait a minute. She used my song. And I'm just like, why did that feel bigger than her mom passing away? But also, um, if we being frank, because I know this is going to sound like I'm just being nitpicky. Um, the song they did at the end shouldn't have won. I, I'm sorry. They, they only won because they, they was bringing people out in the audience to sing with them. That was it. Yeah. I, I was like, bro, nothing y'all did in this movie meant that y'all should have won. When they got, what, third it, place or something yeah, at that first competition? It wasn't was no like, joyful, joyful. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It yeah. wasn't no, no fight to taste at the end. It wasn't none of that. Y'all won because y'all went and, and brought this girl up on stage because that, that guy sat down. Yeah. Y- y'all was being good Christians, you know. Which, but, I mean, I guess is great, yeah. but I don't know. The The movie itself, it seemed like, it really did seem like something you would see, a TV movie or something like that. You know how BET heard me playing movies on Saturdays? Yeah. That's kind of what it felt like with a bigger production value. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I that's that you know that's a good point, but that point like that. That's why I feel I feel as though like we when we have like what was that especially when it comes to young people and first of all explaining why, you know, how the, the younger younger generation views the church and how, you know, we have more modern stuff, we're more 
Lex with it, why we do this the way it is. Because I was like, I, I, I thought part of the movie was going to have her and the pastor yeah. like, sit down and talk. Like have a moment. And so he could explain, like, hey, look, look at the tattoos. I'm, I'm a young guy. I can relate to you. Let me tell you how my journey of finding the Lord. But he and, did, though. He did. Say, like, he briefly mentioned that. Yeah. He, but it was more so to say, like, I had somebody who who mentored me and got me off the streets. And then that was it. And I was like, it just felt like we were introducing people strictly to illustrate the stereotypes. Yeah. Like, they had no character development. They were just there to be like, we got we got the John or the hood girl. Yeah. Um, who is in church and she can sing. You got the prissy girl. Um, you got the goofy guy. You know... Young, we talk about the young pastor. Yeah, it it just felt like y'all was introducing people for the sake of introducing people. Yeah, I, I was like, what what's happening here? But once again, I do think because I'm looking at these comments online uh-huh. about the movie, and a lot of people really have high hopes for this movie. Like like they really enjoyed it, but a lot of them I'm realizing are teenagers. Yeah. And I can understand. Maybe they're the target demographic. Maybe, maybe they are, because you know it's just like it's. I even got somebody even here said I thought it was the better version of Five Temptations. I disagree with that. Wow, but, I can't believe you said that, but okay. That's what all these. I'm not going to mention the person's name. All the same, but that's uh, uh, what, what they have, and it provide great gospel remix. Because a lot, a lot of the the, the, the comments here, um, of what I'm reading about praise this, a lot of them mention. Uh, that they like the movies, the amazing movie. But one thing they, they almost often mention is the gospel the remixes, music, yeah. yeah, and how they turn these these songs into gospel songs. And I can understand why kids, will, you know, or teenagers would would fall into that. Yeah, I get that. When it comes to this, the movie, so I mean, like, would this movie rank on my worst of twenty twenty three list? No, no, it's not it, the worst. It, it's definitely not the it, best. It ain't going on that business, and I don't think it's going on. on Mention, it's but, one of the middle of the road movies. It happened. Yeah, you know, it's just like you know, it, 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 this is it, it's part. It, it's not for me. Basically, I enjoy some fights and I enjoy some sister act, but mm-hmm. those kind of movies, the way they're written and built, these kids they ain't gonna enjoy those kind of movies. That's what I say, but I, cause I think yeah. those are more our generation. Yeah, and this movie is geared more towards the later Gen Z. Early Gen Alpha, yeah, kids. It, me, me personally, I felt as though, you know, it, it could do a little bit more of trying to balance things out because you know, Drew Skin Auto, everybody was still slipping. You know, what I'm saying, uh, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it needed a little help in the face of the bad thought. They could have did a better job at exploring that a little bit more and tightening that up a little bit. So there were also there were some funny, like genuinely funny movies moments in the movie yeah. I'll give them that you know it wasn't all just what is happening here like there were some moments that were funny um but there was a lot of like things that okay well what happened with that mm-hmm. we did that and then what happened with that then okay and then we just never really circled back around to stuff yeah so they sketch out of our grading system how would you grade Catch it out of barbershop that's exactly what I was gonna say. Get to the barber shop. You know, it's funny. I should ask probably probably after that, after see that first. I was issue. gonna, I was gonna say, catch you at the barber shop. I about to say because uh, I, I guess you you you've been fast forwarding, fast forward, fast forwarding through it. 
No, I just stopped watching. Oh, it's... <laughs> I ain't mad at you, bro. I'm not mad at you. I, I guarantee, look, I'm not, if you if you enjoy it, go right ahead. If you didn't, I understand. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the film's I might have to fast forward to see what Chloe went. Maybe maybe she got on a, clo- a cool outfit. I'll check it out. Well, if you try to sit there, it, it, I mean, she, she, this she has a cool This is not surprise Chloe, okay? Yeah. This, this is not getting her, her back blown out and swarm Chloe, okay? <laughs> Leave that shit mid, bro. Like, it's. That was literally only for like five seconds. Everybody acted like it was. They cool. really were tripping. Like she was. There was multiple sex scenes in this movie. I mean that show. I think maybe because it was just like kind of out the gate. But even still, it was like, bro, calm down. Like you ain't even see her. Like, seriously. I did, actually, I have something. I have something I want to talk about. Even though it's, it's been out for weeks. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, have y'all seen? Y'all probably didn't. Have y'all? Have y'all seen or heard of Dahmer, the series? Diamond? Dahmer. Dahmer. Oh, I refuse to watch it. Okay. That's so, about the, the, about the Dahmer. Dahmer, okay. Yes. So, Dahmer was a success and it was a hit that Netflix said, we're going to do our own MCU. I oh. heard about this. Oh, no. So, they oh. just announced the next uh, this is like Dark Side of the Ring. They just announced the next project that they're going to do, and it's going to be the Mendez brothers. Oh, I thought it was going to be the Night Stalker. No, I thought it was going to be uh, the serial clown killer, but I guess not. Oh, uh, Casey. Yeah, yeah, because he was he's he's in the he's in the show. So y'all have done they've done the Menendez brothers. Yeah. I've seen so many things about him. I, like in the true crime because I watch true crime stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly it's like channels that highlight cases that don't get media attention, kind of thing. But they always do some kind of big case. Almost all of them have one about the Menendez brothers. <laughs> My God. And I was just like, how many times are we going to explore whether or not they were victims or if they were just. Mm-hmm nuts like so, I don't know are these like documentary stuff or are these like act- no actors? this is like a biopic a 10 episode biopic series oh wow that's crazy and every episode is an hour so it's like 10 hours oh wow this it, this just came out this year right uh the one for Dahmer came out in Last 2022 year. okay yeah and you could that's the one with Nisi Nash like they won like they they got a lot of attention, won a lot of awards and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they also got a lot of backlash. They got a lot of backlash, yes. But I will say, from watching it, he did transform into that man, and he might need therapy for the rest of his life. But hey, he should. I don't know, I'm talking about uh, Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, something about it. It was just when they first started advertising, I was like, I don't think I want to watch that. But then when I, I'm, I'm, go ahead. Now I was gonna say completely. I'm not a crime person, so I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I try to stay away from the crime and the true crime, and I knew nothing about it until I got. I didn't get tricked into watching it, but I, I got tricked into watching it. And I was like, I might as well finish it now. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just and then I heard the like the backlash about it. Cause that's the one thing that I always wonder with these series. I'm like, bruh, especially when you have serial killers, it 
it can very quickly end up in the glamorizing the killer category instead of focusing on the victims and things like that and that's that was a lot of the issue people had with Dahmer and it's just like most of the people they're doing are probably dead but like for the people who still who are not are y'all paying these people to tell this story about how they killed all these people they like, are not Wow. I'll tell you who well, I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think they do a good job when people are stupid. Like, they do a good job at saying this man is obviously not a good person. But people are stupid to where they think it's a. Uh, I'm not going to lie, some people probably don't even know that it's like legit, legit real. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, especially like uh, with the um, Donald Glover stuff, where he make you feel like the girl in the swamp was real. Okay. Like so you know, some people don't. Some people don't even do they due diligence to Google it. Oh, I do know there are people who they are obsessed with people like who are serial killers. Like they, they really do like glamour. Like, that's a thing. Like mm-hmm. who was it? Ted Bundy. That was the one. Yeah. Everybody always talks about. Oh, he's so handsome and so articulate. And I was like, yeah, well, they 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 did a movie about him too, and Zach Efron was him. Ted Bundy. And that was the and that everybody was like, this is weird because part of that whole thing was how many women were like writing him letters in jail, talking about they were in love with him and they would let him do X, Y, and Z to them. It was crazy. People are. Let me look this man up. Ugh. It's wild. Let me see. Let me see what this man looked like because I swear this man looked like <laughs> Andy Kaufman or something. What are you talking about, Ted Bundy? Yes. He like regular Joe Schmo to me. There are people who are just like he wants. This man looks like Danny Tanner. He's like a regular dude. This is Danny Tanner for Full House. (laughs) Don't disrespect my tagging like that. Yo, yo. It's like this is Danny Tanner mixed with uh, Patrick Dempsey from the eighties. I can see that. Actually, a very accurate description. Yeah, so you said you wasn't gonna check it out, right? Dahmer, no. No, okay. I don't want him. I'm- no, no, no. I was just saying that they, they, they actually doing the whole like universe, like they actually. Yeah, they said because Dahmer was so successful that they're gonna keep doing the like serial killer docu series. Gotcha. Well, well, if they still keep doing it, they need to pay these writers uh, because. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes, uh, oh, because nice swag way. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is something that I should have said. So I should have talked about this weeks ago. I never got a chance to talk about it because I was just like, you know, I, I was really just like taking aback of what was going on. Mm-hmm. But there's the there's a huge uh, the, the 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 WGA is the Rights of America is going on strike mm-hmm. for non-livable wages. Yeah, and. This is uh this is becoming pretty big. They started on strike May second, twenty twenty three, when negotiations uh did not come to pass. And then there have been some uh a lot of celebrities that has been supporting the writers. I think Jimmy Kimmel was just out there on the, the yeah, picket I've line. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Who um who were out there or they've suspended production. Yeah. Um, Maya Bialik left the production of Jeopardy. And supporting the writers. Yeah. Um, 
Miss Pat, the comedian, she you know she has a show on I think BET. She mm-hmm. halted production of her show. Um, I've seen a lot of people out there just actually on the picket lines as well. Yeah. So. And there, and at first I was sitting there thinking like, okay, let me go do some of my research because I was like, I don't know what necessarily uh, is is it going on here because what one thing I really did not know. These writers are not getting paid. No. Yep. Like to the point where I was doing some research that I have made some more money than some of these writers out here. That is yep. ludicrous to me. Yeah, they they have to like piecemeal their living together because yeah. they're not getting paid. And I was listening to um, the one woman who was out there on the picket line. Yeah. She was like, "There's no like writers' protections." So she's been. She was like, "I've been doing this for 20 years. I wish I could remember her name." So I've been doing this for 20 years. I, someone who came in last week and myself could get the same wage um, working, like doing work on a show. Mm-hmm. And that, that wouldn't make sense. Because naturally, you're going to have the person who has more experience doing more things and they have more experience. Typically, seniority means that you have more say-so and more pay than somebody who just started last week basically it what it sounds like is they've pretty much made them all like freelancers at yeah. this point you gotta go and find work where you can and be writing for several shows just to be able to afford to eat mm-hmm. which is crazy it, it, it actually is, is, is that and it's like very depressing because yeah. because a lot of times you know, we toss things on Hollywood and we think everybody in Hollywood has money. And uh, this is, you know, some people have made comments saying, why don't they just go get new writers? And it was that simple. Yeah, I ain't man. Yeah, it wasn't me. I'm just talking about, you know. No, I'm, I'm saying that that's a Vince man mentality. Yeah. Like, all right, we just get more writers. But th- this is not like, a, a, you know, like an actor replace a role here. Did, like, I don't think people truly realize that them going on strike, you don't understand this affects everything. Yeah. And it goes on in entertainment that you personally like. Like We were just talking the other the, the other day about how good Bella Season 2 was, right? Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to see after the third one. Ain't gonna be, ain't gonna no, be no, time, ain't no, no time soon because of how this, uh, this whole strike is going. They, um... Some of the like some of the things that they're, that they're asking for because now there have been some kind of talks about trying to get AI writers. Oh well, yeah, that's that's a but, big thing right now. They're using AI for like people are testing the waters with uh, AI, but they can't. But AI cannot capture what humans can. Yeah, it's still exactly things that it doesn't fill in the gaps. Okay, there's no nuance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, look, because when they went on strike last time, there were several shows that ended up getting canceled. Like they, they did not survive the writer's strike. Yeah. So it's just like, even for, if it's your own, for your own selfish purposes, like you should want them to get what they are asking for because you want to watch your show. 
morally it should be i would like y'all to be able to eat and pay rent moral because okay the the guys the guys some of the man's here the the wga wants a guaranteed minimum number of weeks of employment per season ranging from 10 weeks to 52 weeks to put that in layman's terms uh many of the rules around like the t right here because i'm I'm reading this off the uh was it the appnews.com? AP, uh, AP yeah. Well, I don't know. They wouldn't say AP or App News, but anyway. Associated Press. Go ahead. Gotcha. Thank you. See, this is why you're here. Okay. <laughs> this is I have no problem saying that. Uh, minerals around TV writing are also still based on a now increasingly outdated model. Writers may might have once expected to spend almost a year working on a 22 to 25 episode se- season on broadcast television. Now, the average season is much shorter. Popular shows like Bridgerton might only have eight episodes. Not only does that diminish writers per uh, per episode pay, it can limit them from working on other programs if they're tied to longer terms of you know, uh, of that show. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And, mm-hmm. and, and once again, I didn't even I'm, I, I'm not even thinking about because me being like you know look we're just fans, so I'm not in this you know. I'm like hell yeah, what a shorter season. It, but I uh, think that's the this is another case of the way things work, like you know how industries work, how laws and things might work. I have not caught up to the times yet. Uh huh. Because I don't think that not I don't say anybody. I don't think that most people foresaw the big shift into streaming. Mm. Um, because the shift into streaming is what has caused the way t- even TV is working now. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because we were talking about why are there so many breaks between all of these and all these TV shows that normally would have 22 episodes and there's like 8 episodes here and then there's a break and you have 4 here and then there's a break and then I really think that they're trying to adapt to the way that things are streamed now. Yeah. People are binging, you know, 10 episode seasons and then moving on to the next thing. You don't want people to get burnt out because you're watching an entire episode 22, you know, entire season 22 episodes through. Well, I, that's a um that's just a network thing. Because seasons are not 22 episodes anymore. They have to find a way to stretch it out from for for their uh their seasons, mm-hmm. like see like actual they some seasons go by actual seasons. So like they have a fall premiere, yeah. go all the way till winter, then have a winter break, and then come out back spring. Uh, so some of them pause it, and some of them they try to make like uh, Abbott. Abbott had twenty two episodes this year, mm-hmm. but they stretched, but they they paused it, broke it up, and stretched it out to make it seem as if it's like like you said it's like eight and they go on break come back in two or three weeks then they do another four and they come back and they do it so they do it with all shows now for some reason i don't know why but during my history they've always kind of done it with a lot of shows and i guess we just didn't notice it back in the day like i remember shows having hiatus but there was usually like one 
maybe two. Yeah. But like the Chicago series, yeah, they've gone on hiatus at least three times this season. Now, how was how was the Chicago series shot? Like, is it do they always order twenty two or twenty four episodes, or is it like they just have episodes? So, so that whole Dick the Dick, the Dick Wolf stories, they always get a minimum of twenty two episodes. Yeah. They're a typical, yeah. like, how he shot this back when Law & Order started is how all the rest of these shows have gone since then. And it's not yeah. like a timeline. It's not tied to a timeline. They're just, yeah. they're episodic. You know, things carry over. Well, but I would say the Chicago shows are more story-based than the old school Law & Order episodes. Well, yes, because those are, <coughs> those are just completely standalone. Mm-hmm. The Chicago stuff, yes, things move over, but it's not like a Abbott where... If you are starting the, it's a school thing. So if you're starting in fall, and you want the show to start where school would start, and you want it to end closer to where school would end, it makes sense to break it up like that. Yeah. But that's not something that you have to do for like the Chicago's. But they've been in and out, in and out all season. A lot, a lot of shows that I've been watching have been a lot in that also. They um. What are the other demands that they have? Okay, we get, we get better residuals. Okay. They want for more than half a century. Oh my God, residuals suck. They're bad. I've heard okay. that from plenty of people, actors, writers. Yeah, yeah actors. Writers have it bad because they don't get their credit. Actors have it bad in residuals too. So I'm gonna be honest. The strike. I'm not quite sure if the residuals part will get met. It de- I guess it depends because even like my friends, people that I know who've done shows for years, don't get residuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it saying residuals have been uh, have been a you know, functional way of for writers to make money, but streaming has you know you know yeah. helped those got those payouts. Writers usually used to be they make sure they put it in there, handsomely compensated any time their work went into syndication mm-hmm. or was sold for overseas territories. Reruns meant a big payday, but now series and film often simply land a streaming service and stay there. Yep. That's yeah. Uh, so, so streaming services change the way that people can get paid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like if your show is in syndication, that means you, you know, you rerunning it like Martin back to back to back. Yeah. You got over 100 episodes or 150 or whatever you know you're, you're you're good those residuals are good but then now that streaming is happening uh you don't have no control over that so every show that's streaming the person necessarily in the show they're not getting paid because it belongs to the state the company now yep. and the company is the one that's the company is the one that's selling it to these streaming services not you know the company saying, "All right, everybody that worked on this show as a whole, your episode, we're gonna bring you over and get paid too." So it's like, you know, if a show was on CBS, CBS got them right. CBS like, "All right, we gonna get, we get five million from Netflix. I don't know what you're gonna do, yeah. but we get the money." So they're it's, it's kind of like that. They're licensing wow. shows, but it's not like it's kind of like music streaming services. How artists are like, "Look, I really want y'all to listen to my stuff, but they pay me." A fraction of a penny every time you stream a song. Yeah. So it's essentially going to break down to the same thing with like television streaming at this point. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a fraction of a penny, but it's not like they're not getting anything. So 
or it says it, to, to replace back in residuals, the WGA is seeking more upfront fees. Oh, 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 no, let me tell y'all. Uh, they, they get residuals, but these companies are so. I don't, I don't know what word. These companies are so messed up to where they give them residuals and they give them like five checks for like 30 cents and they like, see, we gave you some money so you can shut up now. And it's kind of like, well, you mean to tell me out of all my work, I only get, I'm, I'm only worth 35 cents? Like, so it, it, streaming has definitely messed everything up even before it. it it's just, it's, it's, I am learning so much between y'all two. Yeah, amazing. I've I've seen yeah. actors who will like show their or actors, writers, they, they'll show like their checks that they get, and it's like three dollars. Yeah. That's, that's why you gotta work in production, people. Be smart, you know. And then they got I'm not telling y'all that for no reason. That's why you gotta work in production, people. Uh, uh, well, somebody has to do the jobs that nobody wants wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be an actor until they ain't getting paid. So. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, but but what I'm saying is, you're gonna no matter what you do, you're going to need writers. You go. That is that is no true. No matter what in, in entertainment, regardless of what's going on, it, it looks like I said, this is this is the our pop culture podcast, but even for our wrestling podcast, they they have hired Hollywood writers yeah. for these shows. This is done. They, they that's part of a lot of these creative teams. They have to write these shows. Especially if it's if you know when, when all the stuff that we're entertained by, so no matter what you you know what kind of job you want to get to, like I I get something to make more money, ain't no point in joining. Everybody try to jump to production if ain't nobody that's writing the thing. True. So you know, so somebody has to be writing, and uh, one of the last thing I go over is of course increasing pay. Yeah. You know the uh, the guy is seeking higher competition for writers across the board, though there are more jobs available to. WGA members than ever before because of the, uh, you know, because of the streaming services, pay for most writers is down. Ten years ago, 33% of TV writers were paid the minimum rate. Now, according to the WGA, 49% are. According for uh, 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 accounting for inflation, writers pay, uh, writer pay has declined 14% in the last five years. So the the median weekly writer uh, producer pay is down twenty percent over the last decade with inflation factored in. Writers say many of their members aren't even making a living wage. They are also seeking increase for their pension plan and health funds. I know anybody was still kicking out pensions. Um, <laughs> that's not a slight to them. I didn't know that happened. Yeah. I thought everybody had went on over to 401 403 uh, yeah. 403 B land um, but and, I mean and I was listening to the John Campion show when he was, was talking about it because he has some people that are that work in the, the WGA you know because he, he knows you all over Hollywood mm-hmm. that, be, that be working on this show and they it, 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 the, I forgot the lady's name so please forgive me she was definitely talking about some of her friends over there that they really do not have these kind of living wages coming in where they, they could be sitting in their apartment cold because the heat is off mm-hmm. writing for this show or you know if their Wi-Fi and their power goes out they gotta go to like the nearest library go find like a Starbucks or go to Wi-Fi and, and go there to go type out you know and, and do these shows stuff like that I said this is fucking insane yes there is oh, in every industry there is someone who does the grunt work who gets paid the least 
Yeah. Because they are invisible in said industry. And I don't think that writers are invisible, but I think that it's easy to be like, there'll be somebody else to come along, they'll do, when it really shouldn't have to be that. They should be able to be paid a living wage, especially considering where all this is happening. L.A., the California period, is so yeah. expensive. Like, I just came back from San Diego. When I tell you calculating the amount of money that I spent just doing coffee runs for six of us, $60, Ooh. $50. I, I pay. I, I will get I, so we get a each other buy six dollars with the coffee. I think I paid fifty something dollars for six pretzels. I promise you, pretzels. Pretzels. <laughs> like just, it's expensive as hell over there just to live. They got no Rita Water Ice deal to go with the water ice or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> just to live, it is yeah. very expensive for everyday things. Cause Shout you know, out New York was expensive. No, not as it's not as yeah. bad as California. Like we go to the store. The regular market to mm. go and get snacks for the week when we travel. You're spending fifty, sixty dollars for snacks. Cali, Cali, they do that because they are a touring. Like them in New York, they know, they know. Like you, you gonna pay it. Like mm-hmm. you, you, so, it's like, like it, it, I'm pretty sure in Philly, y- y'all can just go to down the street and it's another store that's doing it for less. Like. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing it for less in uh, at Cali. <laughs> they ain't nobody trying to give you the hookup. So. Oh. Heck no. It's, just, it's the demand. When you have people in droves who are there are coming, you always want people coming searching for the dream, trying to get discovered. Trying, you want people coming. So they're going to, why should we lower prices? Why should we make it easy and livable for people who are already here? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mess. I hope that they get their demands met. I hope they can at least get to a livable wage because that's ridiculous. And I'm sure there are people who are like, oh, it's not that deep. Why don't y'all just well then why don't you go write the damn show? Yeah, I, I, I really think and look, I can admit of how ignorant I will because I said, there's no way this thing happened March 2nd and being a pop culture podcast, being somebody who is into movies and who's in the TV show in which we mostly been talking about this podcast for the past months and I have yet to talk about this and because it happened I was just like alright I'm still watching my shows like ain't nothing really happening but I'm but now it's forcing me to really pay attention which it's supposed to do forcing me to, to actually pay attention to, to go in here and do my research and stuff like that I'm just sitting there thinking like man I did. I personally like it's like the way you would probably break this whole thing down because obviously prime works in the industry, right? And then okay, and you obviously just educated. I'm not, and I have no problem admitting that I was like, I, I'm reading this stuff, and I was when I was watching certain other videos. I'm sitting there thinking like, yo, I did not even know this was happening to our writers like this. You know, because like I said, no, no matter what entertainment, even love and hip hop, they got writers. Everybody yeah, has, everybody right, has yeah. writers. I only know yeah. because I remember the first. I remember last time they went on strike. Yeah, that was back in two thousand seven. I think it was. I think it was eight. Fifteen years. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been it's been a while, but I remember when they went on strike last time because again there were some shows that didn't survive the strike. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just it's ridiculous that people have to do this and go out here because these people are not getting paid to go pick it. Mm-hmm. So, no, there there's gonna be a strike every fifteen to twenty years. Like yeah. 
because the because everything's going to change and they're going to still be in the old method. Yeah. And they and they're like, oh, we we gave y'all this, but we changed everything since then, thinking that it's the same and it's not. So it's like, you know. They also had this thing called staff because I just came came across called the staffing requirements. The union wants TV shows to staff a certain number of writers for a period of time. At uh, at issues, it is the rising price of many rooms where only a handful of writers are working on a series such writing rooms are often employed during uh, development before a show is greenlit that means writers can be working on a series that doesn't get picked up for as much as a year after they worked on it or not at all Mm -hmm. sheesh yeah there are tons of shows that they shoot pilots for and never never get picked up or get made and it's just like now every show I look at, I'm looking at, and I'm sitting thinking that out of all the different shows I was talking about, Nazi, uh, you know, different kind of, uh, you know, I, I, what's what's the word I'm looking for? You know, when it uh, reality show or something like that. It's like come on, and this, this whole AI thing, I'm like, I don't trust that at all. Well, no, I, I yeah. think that eventually there will be, like, there will be something that they use AI for. Yeah. Just like if you had somebody. 25 years ago if they thought we would be doing our own checking out our own groceries they would thought she was crazy and there would always be 10 cashiers available when every time i go into our local market there's another lane of self-checkout that they've replaced yes but there is only but so much you can do you can't for something like writing a show mm-hmm. could you maybe put together an outline if you have like the technology there to ingest what has happened previously maybe but you're not gonna be able to write a full on show and one once ai start getting with it then you should be afraid anyway (laughs) so all right i have a question uh how long till cyborg is real so you talking about like victor stone cyborg yes tuesday I'm sorry, what? He said, how long How long before Cyborg is real? And I said, Tuesday. No, uh, but, but look, I, I have been sitting here preaching about that sky that shit. Like, uh, bro, we know. I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. Look, but Alexa don't go come nowhere near my house. Again, it don't have to. Yes. If I went and talked to your phone right now and was just like, I want a new purse, a new whatever purse I guarantee you by Monday evening you probably have ads about said purse in your YouTube scrolling or whatever else you're looking that's, at on the phone that's, that's how this works, works. Yeah. you don't have to have Alexa you don't have to have Google Home you don't have to have any of those things um, so but I really would like to see a Janet Jackson concert right now and maybe we'll see what happens. My phone wants to be stupid and pops up Janet Jackson. Because that's not it. I don't know if it's going to get What do y'all tickets. think? What do y'all think? Did this be before, before we move to the next day? What do y'all think like, like the long game is here for this? I don't think there is a game. No, no, I I, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I said it wrong. Do you think that they, that they can come to some kind of a deal? Or, they don't have or, to. Huh? I think eventually they will, but they I don't, don't have to. They can, the, um, they can play the long game, but they don't have to because they need writers. It's like all the shows are halted right now because there's yeah. nobody writing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
they about to, they're gonna lose money and they don't, they're not gonna do that I'm like all right we'll we give y'all what y'all want because all the shows like like you said bel-air abbott all the movies that haven't been written yet and all that yeah all, yeah that, that's a lot to just throw away yeah and even if you thought you could go and get quote unquote scabs, everybody's want to go get some more writers. Okay, and then when you the next season of your show sucks that you like so much sucks, and the ratings go down and now it's gone, then what? Mhm. Yeah, that, that, that's just very unfortunate. Uh, before we before we get out of here, uh, it would be very unfortunate of me if I did not even mention some we lost some heavy hitters mm-hmm. last month. Like I said, we we. The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, we don't do as often as we I would like us to do. It's, it, some, in some cases, it's turned into a bi-weekly show mm-hmm. opposed to a weekly show. And sometimes a little bit more than that, and due, due especially uh, to scheduling. But we lost some heavy hitters. One of those was Harry Belafonte. Hey. And I, I, I mean, heavy hitter. Uh, he died a- April 25th. 2023. Messed up my morning. I was working. We had just got to work mm-hmm. um, at the meeting. And I was just like, Henry Belafonte. Like, and it was like, should it, was it shocking? No. That man was very old. He, yeah, nice and sure. I was kicking it, yeah. Still sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, actor, singer, activist. Yep. And, I mean, you know, that's, that's, from an era where a lot of entertainers got right into the movement, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we still got our celebrities that, that do a lot for the movement today. It's like, for it, people who are maybe on the younger side, imagine a celebrity using their platform and they don't have a platform, as you would think of it today. Like, mm-hmm. social media. It's not a, I can go and post in my house and then we can go to a march and I'll film myself. Or tweet a black square, you know. No, they were... <laughs> These people were out, boots to the ground, whole celebrities, already famous, risking their careers. Some people's careers didn't recover from being out with the people who were, like, activists. That was a full-time job. Marching, putting up their own money. Honestly, putting their own families at risk sometimes, like... Um, if you ever have a chance to watch, you should probably watch the Dick Gregory story. Yes. He was one of those people. Most of his money went to the movement. The movement. Yeah. To his own detriment. Um, so you have people like him, like Harry Belafonte, that were out here making sure that we get to do all the things we get to do today. Yeah. He was also a great singer and actor. Absolutely. That's also after all that great singer out there. I mean, I I just (laughs) it's like because a lot of people are just like Harry Belafonte, who they don't know because he's ninety six. Yeah. Even for our generation, that's kind of a stretch. We just have very old parents and grandparents. Yes. Who watched things that he was in or listened to music that he did? I could see why. Because Folks in, wouldn't know. Because you know, like some of the songs that I remember, some of uh, when I was learning about him, you know, some of the movies that he played in. I'm talking about like you know, you know, Carmen Jones. Oh, I yeah. remember watching the original uh, Carmen after I yeah. watched Dorothy Dandridge at a very young age. Should have been watching it anyway. Yes, I was in. Inf- 
infatuated with Dorothy Dandridge. So I went and watched Carmen Jones. Yeah. And I was just like entranced. Because this is at a time when, yeah, there was black people around, of course. But you did not see, especially in older movies like that, mm. you didn't see. And they, they was good looking black people too. I'm yeah, telling exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. You didn't see a whole lot of black folks in a movie where they weren't, you know, a maid. Mm-hmm. Uh, something horrible. Yeah. Back in the day. So, I mean, rest in peace. You gonna have to take me. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, uh, that, uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, Bucket the Preacher. Trust me, I know. I know you're the, uh, Uptown Saturday Night, which is my, my favorite black supportation movie of all time. I love that movie so I bad. do. I mean, you gotta watch every Saturday. You got to. Uh, and if you watch that movie, you may not, you may not recognize him at first. <laughs> exactly. Because I know when I watched it, and I can't remember who I was watching with my mom, my grandma, somebody. Like, That's Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm. That's who? Each day. Who? That ain't Harry Belafonte. They ain't my Harry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the most recent movie that he was in was Black Klansman. Okay. Yes. Yes, we, we, I mean that's all he did in his older years was do like documentary interviews and random cameos. Yeah, you know it, it still surprised me. Like, I was like, man, he don't have an ego, do he? I think he has an ego. Okay, I'm, I'm about to say, look. I'm about to say, yeah, just fucking ought to be, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go look. Uh, then uh, another heavy hitter we lost was television's own Jerry Springer. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry Springer, man, like, I obviously Jerry Springer has done a lot more in his life, you know, what I'm saying, but he is obviously most. No, he is not. He's not an ego. No. Get the, even a, get this man an ego, like honorary somebody. Hey, what you want to come back to sing a song real quick? I want every award. I, I want every award should be like, hey, whatever, whatever parts he ain't got, just give it to him right now. He, he get he get that man. I didn't know Rita Moreno was an egot. That's awesome. Uh, with Jerry Springer, with a like I said, he was I believe a lawyer, wasn't he? Or he uh, was a was he was a mayor? He was a mayor of Cincinnati, okay. I believe, and a judge. Yes. Yes. So if he was a judge, at some point he had to be. He had to have a law degree. Uh huh. I'm gonna go look it up. Give me a second. So Hold your okay, well, I'm saying why he did it, but what he was best known for was his, his Jerry Springer talk show, show where man, oh man. it was uh, the talk show, any other like you know daytime talk show, but his would bring the those topics where it would cause people to go out there and fight oh. on the set and say certain things, and that it, it got really watching it, and I mean he would have like. Uh, the Black Panthers and the Klan on there at the same time. Even having to the point where I'm like, where do you find these people at? Exactly. Like, All right, I got to audition to be this bad. Oh, <laughs> what you say, Lisa? I got to backtrack. So he does, he has an EGOT. There are people who I guess they are not recognizing the list when you look it up. Yeah. Because they have I all heard. four, but one of them was an honorary or a non competitive award so in that category though which is wild harry belafonte james Earl jones and quincy jones all have 
a non-competitive EGOT. Where gotcha. one of the awards that they received was the honorary one. So he received all of them except an Academy, um, an Oscar. Yeah. He got the Humanitarian Award, which is non-competitive. So technically he has one, yeah. but not for his body of work. Gotcha. Same yeah. thing for Quincy Jones. What is he Quincy getting a Tony for? Sorry about that. He got his Humanitarian Award, um, and that's how he has an Oscar, and he got the EGOT. Everything else he earned. Got you. Okay. But I'm saying, is his EGOT for a Tony? Who? Quincy. Quincy has a Tony for the color purple. Oh. Because I'm like, I'm sure he got the Grammy. I'm sure he got the Oscar. tons of Grammys. He has an Emmy for Roots. He has a Tony for ah, color roots, purple, but his Oscar. So he don't has an Oscar. His Oscar is a humanitarian award, just like. I thought, wow, okay, crazy. All right. I thought he would have, he could have an Oscar too, but his yeah, I'm like, out of all the all, all the movies that, well, I guess he never did, he he never did soundtracks though, so that checks out, I guess. But yeah, he has a um, <laughs> Harry Belafonte had an Emmy, um, for a variety show. Mm. He has a few. Grammys. He has a Tony for John Murray Anderson's Almanac, and his Oscar is a Humanitarian Award. Okay, just you know. So when people say like he has an EGOT, he does technically, yeah. but it's like on a technicality. So. On technicality, yeah, that, on that bullshit. Uh, well, actually, that's yeah, supposed yeah. to be one of those moments. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 you know, let me sit your ass there. I'm sorry, I just didn't want to you know, so, you know, get it wrong. Free one, Jay's free I'll come fuck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, uh, when it came to Jay Springer, his show was just known for just bringing, like, where do you find these people at? And they be on they, there They was fighting. actors, yo. They were actors. Some of them, you look back at them shows, they're like, yeah. these are these are people you see on shows now. Like, hmm, y'all not slick. Well, I, I think after the first one, after that, that black dude, like, like gave the, gave the, the uh, cave in to that white guy in the chair. Like the, the, remember they, they were showing the first fight in Admiral J. Springer that was supposed to happen. And the, yes, the, the that was just, an accident, and they was like, "No, they loved it." Yeah, more was, of that. And, it, and he <laughs> made this camera grabs there, this double foot stop to his chest. Honestly, <laughs> what's funnier than the fights and the actual crazy story is the people roasting the audience, roasting them for no reason, and they just got to sit there. Yo, they did. You yeah. should let them just go off on them. Like, yeah, remember this the is for Papa one? Smurf in the front row. <laughs> Uh, well, we were watching a Barney documentary, and that lady was just like, "Sure, you hate Barney because you probably have a pitiful ass life, you oh, alcoholic." Yeah. She was going that's awful. Right. Bro. I was like, that's "Wait a minute!" Right, you what part of the Jerry Springer show? That's, is this? that's right, yo. I forgot all about that. Is, also, right. I don't know if this is true because it's Wikipedia. So take it with a grain of salt. I want to know how he got from this, like his childhood, to this. It says he was born in London during World War II to refugees escaping the Holocaust. Damn. What? <laughs> How did you become a TV show, like, talk show host where people must be fighting? He just said, he just said, y'all, let the pain out. Did, like, hit the, the whole fighting and everything became so popular, even his bodyguards uh, got noticed, and then the, the, even birthed off a spinoff of the Steve Wilcox show. show yes. Because Steve used to be the babe bodyguard on there, like, yo, see, like, I ain't putting with shit today. I'll throw your wild. ass in the corner. I did not know that Jerry Springer really was like, I, before 
he got on the show. I didn't know he really was out here doing all of this. He it, was really a lawyer. He was so I really was right. a okay. judge. He apparently worked on Robert Kennedy's campaign back in the 60s. Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? What the fuck, bro? That's so random. Wow. Jerry, my goodness. Yeah, who knew? And he was the mayor. I, hey. Well then, yeah. I don't know how he got from one to the other, but it worked for him. Well, it, it did. I, I, like, you know, now here's the thing. Out of all the dates I've talked to, I remember my mom couldn't stand Jerry Springer. You know what I'm saying? I can see why. But I, I I would like to see the fights because she was always like a Jenny Jones. Oh, my God. Ricky Lake type person. Well, Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake had the drama behind the scenes. Yeah. And then, do y'all remember, the, I'm going to tell you all those people, I, I don't know if you if, if, if you were too, too young for this, though. You remember Forget or Forget? Yes, with, with Mother, Mother Love. Love. Yes. Yes, I remember that dumb, well, that's the one where they had the stupid door. Yeah. I remember that dumbass show. Well, they going to be behind that door. Yo. Oh my god! And then in the Jerry Springer show, so that was a lineup for your ass back in the day. Yeah. Him and Maury, like forgive and forget. Oh, everybody had a talk show at one point. Yeah. And it was just like you had a you regular it, show, then Maury with the baby daddies, regular talk show. Uh, Jerry Springer yeah, was fighting. So I said, if, if y'all want to see the rednecks and, and people look like Beetlejuice up there fighting, <laughs> then yeah. Bro, it did used to be drawing like it would be like. So you mean to tell me your husband doesn't know that you were sucking dick behind the Wawa? Well, he does now. Come on out. Like, yeah. <laughs> this show is the worst. Oh, God. 90s. I'm Whoa. telling y'all. I was like, I'm y'all just y'all. like whatever on TV, huh? The 90s, boy, I tell you. Oh, man. Look, rest in peace to both of them. I know we lost somebody else. Uh, Link Goodman from Dancing with the Stars. I don't uh, really know much about him. I never watched Dancing with the Stars. It just never really appealed to me. I watched with Jay Rice on there. You know what I'm uh, saying? Oh, my God. Like, I've seen clips, but I've never, like, actively, but yeah. actively tuned in. Oh, okay. But, yes, he did. He passed from, I think he also passed from cancer. He left the show last year, late last year, because he was sick. Goodness. Okay. May all... All, I, just, I, I felt as I, I had a bitch soda. May all of them rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Condolences all to their family. That day. Thank you for all the years of the <laughs> Of they, trash they, TV? No. Uh, <laughs> not, not <necessarily laughs> to, I'm going to say for, for what Harry, but when they all brought to us. You know, thanks for that. But guys, yeah, we better, yeah. excited for us to get up out of here. Thank you guys for joining the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I appreciate you guys. And, you know, seriously, thank you and Prata too, because I was wondering, I was like, how is this going to go with these sort of talk? Because I know you. We're, we're more on the wrestling side. I'll say, but y'all very educated, especially about this uh, Writers Guild thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 I got a lot of friends. So yeah. What'd you say? So yeah, I got a lot of friends. So I, I know about it extensively. Okay, so I, I, I'm I, I, I made the right move t- 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 tonight, other than them sixes. Happy oh, Mother's Day out there, out there, everybody, because uh, I know we record this all Mother's Day, or actually it's after Mother's Day now, but just in case y'all guys didn't hear, you know, didn't. If nobody out there sent it to you, for all the mothers out there who be out there doing everything they can, happy Mother's Day to you out there. And for the ones that are not here with us. So, make sure you guys check out Nerd Guys Talk Podcast. You know, no gimmicks either. Wrestling Podcast, Turntables about Culture, and Beyond. I, you heard Lace Kiss say, hold her to it. So, we're going to get I'm there. A, it's a goal. I would like to restart the podcast this year. Yes. So, and also another podcast, it need, need to get started back up. Prime Nostalgia Podcast. 
you know, make yeah. sure you check out him and Leeboy TV as well. Is he is he still Disney World? Shut up, yeah. Uh, yes. You know, actually, a Disney cruise. Why do we just live down there? I mean, like, 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 like. I mean, he he don't. Well, he. No, I'm, he talking about, I'm talking about this. Like, open the gate, bam! I, I'm dead. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but hey, you know what? Uh, shout out to Lee Ward, something like that. Make sure you also shout out to Q Flow, who's not here. Obviously, make sure you shout out there. Next week, I'm gonna try to bring more movies. I'm trying to go see Guards of the Galaxy Volume Three. I'm trying to go see Fast Fast Six. So I I, I can really uh, see what I want to say about that. And I'm really curious about White Man Can't Jump. I am uh, not. I am you not. You are never are about these kind of movies. No, no, no. I'm, because y'all like y'all keep doing these reboots. Stop. Or like these redos or whatever you want to call it. Just I'm curious to see how this was going to go. It's Jack Harlow. So I'm no, okay. I don't want to see Jack Harlow in anything. Ooh, that jaw's tight. A lot of jaws. You heard the hate in that? Yeah, I'm about to say you did that. Did you hear that? You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah. So make sure. I feel like you called me the in the uh, ER. Ooh. Bro, I'm just I'm tired of seeing his goofy face. Uh, guys, once again, it's it's, you know, it's the man with the plan. If you need him, yo, Shazam. Uh, not the answer to prime time. Uh, all right, everybody. Yeah, the great sketch, lady sketch. I'm not seeing that fucking movie. I could have, <laughs> I saved it for no reason. No, it's cool. It's been real. Thank you for me. Wherever you're at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be a sincere